29th of November 2019, Friday, 3.32pm. My name is James and this is Weird But Wonderful. Welcome, welcome back. It's your weekly dose of weirdness and exploration into the minds of strange people doing strange things. On this show, we cover everything from psychology journals and peer-reviewed studies to ridiculous news stories, all in the pursuit of trying to understand what makes people tick. But before we begin this episode, I want to say a special thank you to the people who have become patrons. Sam, Sam, two Sams in the mix. Shane, uh, special thank you for uh, signing up and becoming patrons. And if you're not a patron yet, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash weird but wonderful where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month. Just a dollar a month if you want to. You can gain access to a bunch of features like early access to episodes, updates surrounding the show, bonus episodes, behind the scenes video, sneak peeks to other projects. Plus, there'll be more things being added as time goes on. But if you want to check it out and learn more, again, head over to patreon.com forward slash weird but wonderful. But let's get into today's episode. This one's going to be about Facebook user happiness. Uh, Some new research has been done in an article published in Psychology Today by Mike Travers, PhD. Using Facebook is, in some sense, a catch-22 situation. On one hand, it enables interpersonal connections and can be used to strengthen social bonds, yet it can also be psychologically destructive. That is a... PhD uh, psychologist saying that Facebook can be, and I quote, psychologically destructive. So, you know, look, on the one hand, it's really useful. You get to blast all the dumb shit about your business that no one gives a fuck about. Uh, And at the same time, keep in in touch with people who you don't really see anymore. Um, Great stuff, you know, really helps people out. Uh, Also, It'll kill you. It's great. It's it's really useful. It's such a useful tool. But at the same time, it's psychologically destroying you. So it's kind of like swings and roundabouts. You know, everything sort of comes at a cost. I mean, let's face it. Facebook's not good enough for it to be psychologically destructive. It just isn't. I like scroll through right now and... Maybe this isn't going to work for you because you've probably got more friends than me. In which case, shut up. Shut up and stop bragging about how many bloody friends you've got. Uh, (laughs) When I scroll through Facebook, it's easily 90% uh, pages, like pages and, you know, business or ads or businesses or other people sharing fucking pages. It's just like, it's not good. It's not good. Like, I'm going to level with you. I use Facebook for this podcast and literally for nothing else. Maybe for talking to my sister who still uses Messenger. And a friend and a friend of mine, hey Matt, by the way, why do you keep messaging me on fucking Facebook? We're not only in a group chat on Viber, but we also have our own private chat on Viber as well. Why why is that your preferred method of contact for me? Um just blasted my friend Matt on the podcast. I thought, you know, while I've got the time, you know, while we're here, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll throw him under the bus. Just just shoot it in the group text. You know what I mean? Or fucking message me on Viber, dog. <laughs> anyway. Uh, does anyone else have friends like that where they sort of, the platform through which they'll communicate with you seems to change 
seemingly for no reason and and for no particular reason. Like he'll message me on Viber. He'll message again. <laughs> sorry, Matt. He'll message me on Viber very rarely. Very rarely posts in the in the group chat either. At this point, he's a group chat lurker. Fucking group chat lingerer, you know? <laughs> just I'm just kidding, Matt. Barely posts on uh in, in the group chat, barely messages me on Viber, always messages messages me on uh Messenger though. And occasionally texts me. Uh, it's a it's a strange it's a very strange we're covering so many different platforms and pieces of technology to communicate, but I'm just hey Matt, I'm just glad that we are. I'm just glad that we are talking, you know? <laughs> does anyone else have a friend that does that? That just seemingly uses any form of communication they have with you to get in touch with you? Let me know. I genuinely want to know. I don't know if it's just me. Um one study, for instance. Hey, let's get hey, let's get back to how Facebook's killing us. Um, one study, for instance, found that quitting Facebook for a week significantly increased people's psychological well-being. Can you imagine that? What what things can you do to to quote significantly increase your psychological well-being? There's like not many things that you can do, right? Maybe start meditating, uh, cutting toxic people out of you know some of those things are like fairly involved you know what i mean eating better you know going for walks getting the blood flowing i've been going for late night walks lately it's very much helping the whole creative process definitely recommend it (laughs) although you're like yeah dog you're the only fat shit around here who's not exercising dude the rest of us are doing it well hey don't gang up on me I'm new to the scene. Jesus. Welcome me with open arms. Um, yeah, like what What things, think about how involved it ha- you have to be in, you know, however many disparate things you can do to significantly increase your psychological well-being. Or what you can do is just delete Facebook and stop fucking using it because it's garbage anyway. What does the latest science have to say about this ongoing debate? New research forthcoming in the journal Frontiers in Psychology reiterates the findings that Facebook likely causes more psychological harm than good. Just want to reiterate that. Facebook causes more psychological harm than good. I might be preaching to the choir here. You know, how how often do you use Facebook? Actually, let me know at One Weird Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email me, onewierdpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or if you're a patron, just write it as a post. Let me know. Um, what is your, like, go-to uh, social media platform? For me, it's Instagram. Big fan of Instagram. I think it's probably just because I, I follow, like, a ton of artists and, um, I don't know. I'm just, a, I'm just a very visual person, so... <laughs> He says on a podcast. Oh yes, my medium of choice is audio, but I'm a very visual person. That makes sense. <laughs> but anyway, um, Instagram for me is is probably my go to platform. But uh, let me know yours. I'm I'm interested to know because like for some people it's um, Twitter. You know, people who tend to be good with words. Twitter is like where they they do, uh, where they do. 
Jesus. Um, yeah, I, I fuck with Instagram. Let, let me know what, what your sort of go-to platform is. Although Facebook comes with the advantage of higher social connectedness, it does not seem that this makes us more satisfied with our lives. Uh, on the contrary, it appears to possess features that will either spur problematic internet usage or attract people with addictive tendencies. So they're just the people at Facebook are essentially loading it up with shit that's just feeding the shitty addict side of your brain. But I I, I struggle to think. I I can I can see the stuff on there that would be doing that. But for me, I have such a I don't know. This could be, this could be a reflection of me. Um, but I seem to have um sort of built or constructed for myself a fairly boring timeline on Facebook. So I just don't use it, you know? It's all just ads and fuck. It's it it's like 90% ads for me. Or, you know, again, like page posts and not people. And then Facebook says like, oh, we really want to, we really care about the people and we wanted to focus more on people. And that's why we've made it so now um, page posts only show one in 20. And it's not at all so that you have to advertise more often just to be able to communicate with the audience that you've built. No, no, that's not it at all. It's more about getting it back to people. Sure it is, Zucks. To arrive at this conclusion, Steiger recruited 3,353 German-speaking adults to participate in a short survey. In the survey, participants complete the satisfaction with life scale, also known as the SWLS scale, a five-item scale measuring people's general life satisfaction. Participants also reported whether they were Facebook users, how often they used the social network, and how many friends they had on the network. Finally, participants were asked to complete the Rosenberg self-esteem scale and the three-item loneliness scale. Three-item loneliness scale? Can Let's, for a second, jump out of my show notes. Three-item loneliness scale. What is this? A short scale for measuring loneliness in large surveys. Okay. Let's see how... Let's take a live second on the podcast here to find out how lonely I am. Do they have the scale? Can I use it? Okay, this is just a study where it was used. Here we go. The questions are, how often do you feel you lack companionship? How often do you feel left out? And how often do you feel isolated from others? Well, hey, let's not get sad. Let's not get sad on the podcast. Hey, me and you, we're here together. All right. We're we're. We're learning. This is a time for learning and chuckles, okay? Not a time for sadness. <laughs> um, <laughs> just... And how isolated do you feel from people? Well, I'm sitting alone in a room with a microphone. Thank you very much. Three-item loneliness scale. Um, <laughs> Steiger's objectives were threefold. First, he wanted to know whether Facebook users were more satisfied with their lives than non-users. Second... He wanted to know whether Facebook users with more Facebook friends were more satisfied with their lives than users with fewer Facebook friends. And finally, he wanted to test whether frequent users of Facebook were any more or less satisfied with their lives than infrequent users. Okay. 
So his findings were, first, Facebook users did not report higher levels of life satisfaction. Obviously, it's a snooze fest platform. Uh, If anything, (laughs) results trended in the opposite direction. That is, non-users exhibited slightly elevated levels of life satisfaction. Can can you imagine, like, someone... Here's my... I'm going to run, like, ads on YouTube where it's like, Hey, my name's James. I'm from Brisbane and I'm out here in a forest. Anyway, (laughs) have you seen this fucking, like... The worst ones are, like, the business ads where it's like, How... Hey, my name's Greg. How many times have you failed to set up a six-figure business online? Well, today, I'm going to show you how to use Shopify to become a millionaire. Shut up, Greg. Everyone knows that you're fucking, you're little dropshipping shit. You're not getting rich off dropshipping, Greg. You're getting rich off of teaching others how to dropship. All right? The secret sauce is selling people the method that ring-a-ding-ding don't fucking work. Anyway, anyway. Um, I'm just going to run ads on Facebook and it's going to be me just totally zend out. I'm going to be very Andy Puttercombe uh, from Headspace. Check it out. Great app. The best voice in the world. The b- pipes of an angel on that guy. Google, just go to YouTube right now, type in Andy Puttercombe and just like listen to him talk. Did you melt? Of course you did. Of course you did. Because you heard him talk. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, uh, I'm going to run ads on YouTube that's just, that just says, hi, would you like to significantly increase your psychological well-being? Have you struggled to increase your satisfaction with life? Well... Sign up to my six-week course. It's an online course. It's $497. And I'll teach you how to become happier. It's step one. Get rid of Facebook. Fuck, I gave away the secret sauce. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone about it. Hey, here's a little, here's a little just me and you moment. I gave you the secret sauce, so obviously you're not going to buy my six-week course for $497, okay, on Udemy, 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 Skillshare, hey, buy my Skillshare course, um, but don't tell anyone about the secret sauce so I can still sell it to them, thank you, appreciate it. So non-users exhibited slightly elevated levels of life satisfaction. So, great. Do you want to be? Ha- do you want to have more? Do you want to improve your psychological well-being and have slightly elevated levels of life satisfaction? Delete an app that ain't even good. I'm assuming it would have a greater impact on people the more they use the platform. If that makes sense. If you have a high frequency of use of Facebook, then I'm assuming that deleting or discontinuing to use the app is going to have a more significant effect on you than someone who's like, oh, I check it like once a day or like, oh, I check it like once a week. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, someone's like, hey, want to increase your psychological well-being and be more satisfied with your life? Don't zuck it. I've been saying it since, since day one. It sucks to zucks, you know? I've been saying that. 
And people are like, what does that mean? Because I had to explain it. It's not a very good... It's not... Hey, look, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's not a very good slogan because it doesn't really communicate, you know, the point to people that Facebook is bad. But now that you know what it means, hashtag sucks to zucks, you know? Second, <laughs> getting back to the results. Second, he did not find... He did not find evidence to support the idea that Facebook users with more Facebook friends were any more satisfied with their lives than users with fewer Facebook friends. So you're more happy if you don't use Facebook and having more friends on Facebook doesn't make you any happier. However, he did find that the self-reported quality of people's close offline relationships was associated with higher levels of life satisfaction. Oh, run that by me again. He he did find, however, that the self-reported quality of people's close offline relationships was associated with higher levels of life satisfaction. So, uh, Facebook sad, friends outside Facebook very happy. Okay, makes sense. And finally, Steiger found that frequent Facebook users exhibited significantly lower levels of life satisfaction than infrequent ones. So that, does, that probably does match up with what I'm saying. The the more you use Facebook, the the more benefit you would get out of stopping using Facebook, basically. Uh, quote, Social contact should normally facilitate our satisfaction with life, Steiger writes. Humans are social beings. We have a drive to build social groups and to communicate. Nevertheless, in the present study, no positive effect of having a Facebook account or having more Facebook friends was found. Dog, don't worry. Be happy should be changed to get rid of Facebook. Be happy, you know? And that's the that's my other slogan. Hashtag sucks to zucks. And then the other one, the other one's very long, so I'm not going to do it again. You get the point. Um, Steiger notes that there may be certain personality types that benefit from social media use. Some studies, for instance, have suggested that active social media users who are defined as people who are more likely to engage with others and share things online benefit more from social media use than passive users. Future research, he suggests, should explore character traits of people prone to the negative and positive effects of social media use. So I guess the more active role you are taking on a social media platform, you're benefiting more from that than someone who's just scrolling through and being like, Mark got a Mercedes and I still drive a Subaru. You know what I mean? You know? You know? <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, but if you're out there like, fuck yeah, Subarus, then maybe, you know, you'd feel better about it. I don't know. Um, it's not a foreign concept that Facebook status updates may be geared towards all the positive occurrences in one's life, says Lauren Suvel in an article published on Psych Central titled Facebook Happiness and Self-Esteem. See? So if you are out there being like, fuck yeah, Subarus, you know, fuck Mark and his Mercedes, you know? She says that it's likely when we scroll through our news feeds that we're comparing the success of others to our own lives. So that's what they're saying. In, at the end of that other article was 
if you're a passive consumer, you're just scrolling through, taking in the timeline, other people's highlight reel. That's all social media is. Everyone knows that, but everyone forgets that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not posting the sucky shit. Just got a D on my test. Guess I'm redoing that course. What, what? You know, that's not going up on anyone's Facebook status. Just got fired. Time to time to hit up Centrelink. What, what? But you are going to get some cunt that's like, uh, just got a promotion. Looks like Cindy and I will be able to buy that home in Champs-Élysées after all. Maybe that's what we've got to do. We've got to all start posting the sucky shit to balance it out, you know? (laughs) My mind immediately went to commenting it under people's great stuff, but that (laughs) that seems like a weird attack on someone. Someone's like, Lauren and I just put the deposit down on our first home. Hashtag first homeowners. Oh, great news, guys. So happy to hear that for you. Rebecca and I just broke up, so we won't be buying a home together. (laughs) Don't do that is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying don't do that. But I'm saying like, you know, do you share the breakup online or do you not? I don't know. I'm just saying that, you know, everyone's posting the highlight reel. I'm saying let's show a little BTS. You know what I mean? Let's get a little behind the scenes. Let's get a peek behind the curtain. Some of the, like, here's my, oh, just baked a tray of muffins. And then, but next to it is like, here's the first tray that I fucked. You know? Why does everyone who, in my mind, is posting on social media, who's posting like this and saying, what, what? I don't know. Balance it out, maybe. Let's get a healthy balance. Let's get a let's get a let's get a you know a beautifully lit selfie with like some totally unrelated poem that's like you know, it's like a picture of you hardcore posing in a way that you would like never stand in real life. And then down the bottom it says like uh open hearts lead to open minds, breathe in tomorrow exhale forgiveness you know what i mean (laughs) and then have the next selfie just be like you all fucked up let's get one of you like just woken up bags under the eyes like fucked up hair and then the caption on that one can just be like fuck it you know let's even it out let's make social media a less (laughs) a less glamorous place Let's 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 pile on the shit a little bit, eh? Maybe let's not buff out some of these scratches. You know what I'm saying? Lauren goes on to say that Facebook use has become an integral part of our daily routine, regardless of whether we're aware of its impact. According to Digital Buzz's Facebook statistics for 2011, there are 500 million active users used by approximately one in every 13 people on Earth. Over 250 million users log in every day and 48% of the users are aged 18 to 34, which that would, I'm assuming, would be way more now in 2019. Uh, A study conducted by the University of Gothenburg in Sweden surveyed 335 men and 676 women 
uh, with the average age of 32, to help determine the link between self-esteem and Facebook usage. A significant negative relationship between the two was uncovered as Facebook interaction increased, self-esteem decreased, though the main difference was women who use Facebook were apt to feel less happy and content with their lives. Wow, so Facebook sucks, but it sucks more if you're a chick, basically. Though the main difference was women who used Facebook were apt to feel less happy and content with their lives. That is so shitty. Uh, Quote, one of the theories behind the discontentment could be the finding that women tend to write more about their thoughts and feelings on Facebook while men spent more time provoking others, stated the study. Of course. (laughs) Of course it is. So, So women are basically like, I feel happy about my life today. And men are like, hey, fuck you. Bait ass cuck snowflake, you mountainous shit with eyes and shoes. Hey, fuck you, Darren, for having a different political belief than me. People who engage in Facebook arguments are, are like a different, like a, almost a different breed. They're on another level, right? <laughs> because you like. Dog, you know you're arguing in a public place, right? Not only are you arguing in a public place, you're arguing in a public place where everyone knows not only your full name, but they see your whole head and they can just just click through to your profile there. Okay, well, there's a high-res, high-def photo of your face and your family. Good, nice. Full name on there. Sometimes it even has your place of employment. Good, 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 good. Searchable forever. Oh, so <laughs> I kind of find it funny that the idea of someone, someone being like, hey, fuck you, you worthless piece of shit. Kill yourself. You're a piece of shit and I disagree with everything you have to say. End your life. You just a click away from that post to a picture of them and like on a cruise with their wife and kids, like happy, <laughs> like laid out on the sunbeds, ah, enjoying our vacay. Hey, fuck you, you piece of shit. Me and you disagree politically, and now I think you should die. Not even politically. It might even just be an article about like, um, hey, you know, um. You know, there's been more um, traffic incidents lately with people uh, riding bikes. So uh, we think that perhaps people on the road should be more aware of people um, who are who are cycling. Hey, get off the fucking road! I pay my taxes to drive on the fucking road. Hey, if I gotta have a license plate, then so do you. Die, Darren. It's me and my wife. Just, just started a winery. Isn't it so nice? Here's my daughter's primary school graduation. Kill yourself, Darren, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I just, I just, I find that so funny. People like, it's like they forget where they are. Um, all of my personal information is linked to me saying this stuff forever and searchable online. Fucking idiot! Because <laughs> my my girlfriend, she like, she she'll be on Facebook, but she's not like, you know, she's not reading posts or articles or whatever. She's reading the comment section of like of shit like that. So fuck, it's so funny. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, just sitting in my apartment at four o'clock on a Friday, screaming, kill yourself, Darren. So that's good. Um, the mere state of comparison could play a key role with Facebook's impact on self-esteem. A recent psychological graduate expressed that, quote, it seems like everyone on my friends list has really good news at every time of the day. Uh, one would think that if you're surrounded by all this positive virtual energy, that you in turn would feel happy-go-lucky. No, because as much as people like to think that they're happy for others, people are pretty, people are pretty selfish or they just feel bad about themselves. They're like, oh, fuck, well, I'm not fucking doing... All of it just like the comparison. The comparison just needs to stop. Everyone needs to like stop comparing themselves to other people. A lot of people, friends of mine, will compare themselves to the position of someone else in their life when like they're, to- like, they're totally against that path. You know what I mean? Like, um, say, for instance, me. I I really I just can't and I keep saying this. I keep saying like I I hate big corporations and I fucking never working for them. Always find myself in, ending up working for them, which now I'm on sort of like I'm I'm in a period of time where I'm like trying to figure out really what it is that I want to do. And um I know now like so clearly, so vividly that I'm like what whatever it is that I do next, it's not gonna have anything to do with a corporation. Yet I still find myself being like, "Oh, what is this? What is Bob? I- yeah, I need to do the Bob Iger masterclass, the CEO of Disney, and what does he think about strategy and leadership? Who gives a fuck? It, like it's so it's so not applicable to me." And, uh, you know, and again, like I said, I have friends who comparing, you know, where, where they are to other people doing other things who are on a totally different path in their life. And it's like, dog, you don't, if you were them, you'd be fucking miserable as shit and you'd hate yourself. So, like, cut, be, be thankful that you're you doing you. You know what I mean? Like, be happy for other people's successes, but don't compare yourself to it. You can be like, fuck yeah, man, that's rad. But at the same time, you can be like, that is so not for me, but I'm so happy like that they're doing well. You know what I mean? Which is so, it's so much easier said than done. Like it's so easy to say that, right? But so hard to like actually try and think that way. But I do think it's like a, not like a skill or a muscle, kind of in a way where the more you practice that type of thinking, the better off you'll be. And the more naturally it'll it'll come, I feel like. But anyway, uh, it seems inevitable that you will find yourself comparing your life to the seemingly perfect ones illustrated on the wonderful world of Facebook. While social networking sites, although convenient for communication and keeping in touch with people, will probably do more harm to, to a person's self-esteem than good. However, the Cornell Daily Sun published a piece... Uh, called Study Shows Facebook Ups Self-Esteem. A study conducted by Amy Gonzalez, PhD, and Professor Jeffrey Hancock found a positive relationship between Facebook use and self-esteem for college students. When we're online, we can selectively self-present, Hancock said. We can take more time and sound more witty. Oof. 
that's a like if if uh, people are so so concerned with how they're being perceived by others and again it's one of those things where it's sort of like you know you say don't worry about that stuff but it's like people really do give a shit about that thing that type of stuff there, there's a book actually that i read a while ago called um no one understands you and what to do about it and it has it essentially talks about all of these um these different psychological um states and and um and and i guess even what would you call them um I can't think of like the name for it, but let, let's say for instance that um, first impressions matter, but you know, you can alter first impressions, blah, 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 things like that. But like uh, one thing that the book really talks about, which I want to do a later episode on, um, cause it came up in a bunch of other stuff that I was reading quite some time ago. And even a, a, a class that I did at university um, about clothing and how you can, you can, um, intentionally alter someone's perception of you uh based on how you dress and by um doing certain things or or um i guess sh- showing yourself in uh to someone in a certain way or, or 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 sort of interacting with people in certain ways and i find that really fascinating um that you can sort of use those um sort of built-in things that we have in our head like against people in a way i find that interesting but um for the most part man fucking do you like stop stop concerning yourself with the fucking you know the perceptions of others which again and again like it's all it's so part of our identity is what you know we have our self our ideal self our social self um so you know all all that stuff is it people say like oh turn it off even i'm saying it right now and it's not that easy because you do care about what you know people think about you and you do care what your friends think about you so um i guess what i'm saying is is like what certain people think about you not everyone because not everyone's gonna like you you don't like everyone you know and there's 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 no point spending your time trying to control how someone else is perceiving you when you when you don't give a fuck or you shouldn't give a fuck how they perceive you. It's kind of what I'm saying. Uh, it's so because then that's contextual. It's difficult, but anyway, anyway, I'll stop waffling on. It's just the fact that when he said uh, when we're online, we can selectively self-present and we can take more time to sound witty. If if like if that's what you're spending your time trying to do, like fucking honestly, get a hobby or like switch off the internet, and because that's in a way to me that's kind of pathetic a little bit, like. I want to be perceived as more witty on Twitter. So I'm going to take more time and be some more selective about I showcase myself so you all think I'm more witty. Fucking who cares? Uh, a 2009 study published in the journal Cyber Psychology, Behavior and Social Networking looked at 63 Cornell students who were divided into three groups in a social media lab. One group sat at computers that depicted their Facebook profiles, another group sat at computers that were turned off, and the last group sat at turned off computers with mirrors propped up in front of them. 
Students with the computers logged into Facebook were allowed to spend three minutes exploring and editing their profiles. After three minutes, all participants were given a questionnaire that measured self-esteem using the Rosenberg self-esteem scale. When researchers compared the group with a mirror and no Facebook access to the group with no Facebook access or a mirror, no elevation in self-esteem was reported. However, a drastic rise in self-esteem was found in the group that spent time on Facebook. Those who also edited their profiles had the highest self-esteem in the entire study. According to Gonzalez, the study was originally produced to analyze two opposing theories of communication. The objective self-awareness theory conveys that when an individual focuses attention on him or herself, his or her self-esteem may be negatively affected. This focus... This focus makes the individual recall and concentrate on all his or her faults. The hyperpersonal model theory suggests that when people focus on themselves, they view themselves in a positive light. This Facebook study supports the hyperpersonal theory. There are not a lot of theories that have been tested with the computer-mediated communications field compared to other communication subfields. So this was exciting from a theoretical perspective, Gonzalez said. So people who got to edit their own profiles were happier. Which supports there. There are set, okay. So two theories: objective self-awareness theory, basically the idea that if you focus on yourself, you're only going to focus on the negative shit and you're going to be sad. Whereas the hyperpersonal theory suggests that when you focus on yourself, uh, you view yourself in a more positive light. And this study said, hey, the people who got to quote unquote focus on themselves by working on their profiles were more positive. Let's just rewrite my profile here, uh, Tim. Grown, but not grown, grown. Uh, 23. Six foot one, but I'll say six foot four because everything's bigger online. My fur babies come first. That's important. I'll put that in there. Psychology student by day, party animal by night. Vegetarian, obviously. Smokers are jokers. Drug free, excluding weed. That's important. Put that in there. Uh, let's see, got to get my Sigmund Freud quote in here. Uh, in the depths of my heart, I can't help being convinced that my dear fellow men, with a few exceptions, are worthless. That looks good. Um, reality hacker, obviously. Uh, used to live by myself, and I can do that again, but right now I'm staying with mum and dad. Um, what else is important? I have a car. Hashtag real man. Just like to take this time now to say that all of those were real things that I saw written in bios and felt the desperate need to include here. Yeah, that's right. Um, six foot one, but I'll say six foot four because everything's bigger online. Also, this the fact that the fact that used to live by myself and I can do that again, but right now I'm staying with mum and dad was in someone's bio. Dog, not important. Not important. Regardless of whether we realize it, Facebook use does influence our psychological well-being. Perhaps simply by being aware of its hold, we can become more conscious of how we let it shape our view of ourselves. Well, the take-home and obviously your homework from this episode is uh, delete Facebook immediately. Uh, Improve your psychological well-being, improve your self-esteem, and improve your happiness... Uh, and the satisfaction with your own life by, hmm, I don't know, deleting a pointless app. Thank you so much for listening. That's going to do it for this episode. Head over to One Weird Podcast on um, Twitter and Instagram.
uh, keep up to date with all the goings on. Um, hard to hard to pl- hard to promote and plug your own social media after doing an episode that said, "Hey, social media is making you sad." Um, do you know what won't make you sad? If you subscribe to the show on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash weird but wonderful, you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month. It would mean the world to me. You know, not only not only can you get access to bonus episodes, updates, behind the scenes video, uh, get, your, get your producer tag, earlier access to episodes, um, access to and sneak peeks to other projects, um, which I have, an, I have one uh, coming up. I'm about to uh, start recording, so um, some of those will be going up on on the Patreon. Not only do you gain access to all of that, but you get that you get that warm, fuzzy feeling inside by supporting me and supporting the show and helping helping a little Brisbane boy achieve his dreams. You know, help help. <laughs> Had a, hi, this is what's not UNICEF. Hi, welcome to the Weird But Wonderful Appeal. Help a, help a little Brisbane boy today achieve his podcast dreams by heading over to patreon.com forward slash weird but wonderful and subscribing today. Um, you can also find me at my pixel persona on Twitter and Instagram. Um, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share the show with a friend. Leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts if you're able to review wherever you listen to podcasts because uh, it it helps people, it helps algorithms or something, you know, but it also helps people like you find the show. Um, but the main thing you can do to support, there are two main things you can do to support the show. You can, one, share it with a friend, tell a friend about it, tell a family member or work colleague or retweet a post or you know share a post online when it when an episode comes out and tell your friends about it or you can directly support the show um again by going to patreon.com forward slash weird but wonderful i'd really appreciate it it'd help me out and you know maybe maybe you know someone who needs to get the fuck off facebook maybe maybe even just for your well-being send this episode to someone that needs to get the fuck out of your feed you know You've got someone on there, they keep posting fucking dumb shit or they just keep, you know, someone who shares too much or here's another picture of me dogs. Get it, mate. You know, they're great. They're cute. They're fluffy. They're wonderful. You know, you love your fur babies. You love your fur babies, okay? Your fur children, your fur kids. (laughs) But it's just, it's just too much, you know? And you don't know, you don't know how to deal with it. So send them this episode. I'll convince them to get the fuck off Facebook. Bing, bang, boom. You've got a clean feed. You go back to, you know, a, a nicer place to be online. You know, help me help you. That's what it's about. Come back for the next episode. I'll see you next time. Love you. Peace. Peace.